2: It's a feel-good story in the NFL for a change. We will get into it coming up here just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, a football Friday on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Friday. We appreciate you doing so as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And uh, look, I know you guys like to uh, swim in negativity. You like to wallow around in negativity when it comes to these stories. Uh, but how about Cam Newton, huh? Cam Newton reunited with the Carolina Panthers. And it feels so good. <laughs> so, so we are getting uh, Cam Newton back in Carolina. The deal is a one-year deal worth up to $10 million. Um, you know, I mean, listen, Brady's the master at this contractual stuff and what it really means. But good for him, man. Uh, he He's now uh, vaccinated for anybody that gives a crap about that stuff. Uh, he was looking for a chance. Sam Darnold's banged up and also uh, not very good right now. And so they thought, all right, let's make a move. And uh, Cam Newton back in Carolina there, BQ. How about you?
4: Yeah, I'm excited for him. I think um, it's good to see him back in there. I think he's talented enough to, to help out this team. But this team is in a, a bad spot. You know, as much as it's a great opportunity for him, I'm happy with the contract he got, too. I think that, um, that, that was nice that he was able to get paid that. You also are looking at what's around him, like man, this, this, the honeymoon's already over. Like once he signed that deal and gets that money, I think a four and a half million is guaranteed or fully guaranteed at signing. Once that's done, now the works and all the, uh, the the tough part about this sets in because this team is nowhere close uh, to what it was at earlier points in his career. There, I, I, I just think it's an uphill battle. Um, it's obviously not the same system. You have Joe Brady there now calling plays. What he decides to do with Cam Newton will be interesting, uh, and then how fast Cam Newton can get up to speed with all of it. But uh, good for him, you know. Good for him. Good for the Panthers organization bringing back a guy who, um, you know, really is is kind of been a, a staple there. Uh, it, it made a lot of sense, and fortunately for Cam, they ended up figuring it out. I like how to kind of reconnect and and kind of looked past maybe whatever had happened in the past uh, to be able to uh, to make this come together.
3: You know, you're in a budding, growing market. If you know about growth of of cities, you you'll see that that uh, Charlotte is one of those those places that is on the rise in terms of growth and um, to To have a team that is struggling the way that the Carolina Panthers are, it's it's certainly not good for um, it's not good for the city, and 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 what you have going on um, when you have success with with your 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 sports teams, especially in a place where it's so revered. I know so much about the market because for so long. Um, you know, growing up, my family grew up right outside of, of Carolina in, in Virginia, my dad's side of the family. And most people in Carolina and the Carolinas and in Virginia are, are Washington football team fans. So there's the competition factor of all of these things. To bring back Cam Newton, who is arguably the the most recognizable, most famous player to ever play for the franchise. I mean, some may debate Julius Peppers. There, there may be a couple others. Sam Mills is a great name that comes to mind. Obviously, um, the sentimental value of what he brought to that team and franchise and city, uh, but Cam is is undisputed in terms of most most visually, you know, recognizable, the biggest belief in what he brings to the table. And if there were some opportunity for him to resurrect his career for a short period of time and to be able to have the most impact and the most bang for his dollar, it would be finishing out what he started in Carolina, while I agree that it doesn't seem as though they can have success um, where they're at currently, imagine if they did. Imagine if they showed a glimmer of hope. Uh, Imagine if they found a way to start winning more games or playing like they did earlier on in the season. It would be one of the best stories in all of sports that, that we would be connected to.
2: I know it's and also the fact that he really does want to play. Like you'll hear, you know, a lot, a lot of claims out there about well, so and so wants to play. He, you know, he's all about it. Like Cam Newton really wants to play. We've seen that multiple years in a row. Where loves he took, football. Yeah, loves it. And and so the fact that he's here now, uh, he's getting an opportunity to go there. I, I wonder how long it's going to take before he gets on the field. Is it impossible that he could play this weekend? Like I know, I know he's not scheduled to, and they're going to have P.J. Walker. Uh, and i forget who's going to be uh who's going to be backing up pj walker but i i know cam's not going to play this weekend but is it impossible that he gets signed on a thursday and could be ready to play this weekend for the carolina panthers if need be is that it'd impossible it'd be pretty
4: tough man i mean it, it would be really tough you'd you'd have probably about maybe 30 plays you know cuz he's played enough football where he's fine with certain concepts like you know whatever you want to call it Um, whether it seems 678, right? Some systems we call that. That some systems we call flutie. It's all the same. You know how to read it out. You know what coverage is and how you're going to throw or what routes are going to get open versus this and that. It's just all about the words are used to communicate that. And so it's more about learning the language of that offense and how to communicate and getting up to speed with everyone else. Because again, different system than when he was previously there, right? And, and, and I don't know how different that is Joe Brady's system is compared to what he was used to or what he was doing up in New England with Josh, Josh McDaniels. So that's the hard part is he's got to learn a new language and, and be out there where he's not thinking about it. He's just playing. He's reacting to whatever he's seeing and responding. So that, that's, that's the toughest part about playing quarterback is you could tell when guys are out there thinking while they're playing because they, they're playing slow. And it looks like they're still trying to process things, and they're not getting the ball out of their hand, and, and that would be a bad look for them. I, I only wonder this: what happens if PJ Walker goes off? Like, what happens <laughs> if he has a oh, huge game this week? I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> does that like temper the de- the demand or desire to get Cam in there because they're paying him to play? Like, yes, they they gave him a contract for the rest of the season to be the guy. Like, they're shelling out money for Cam, which is odd too because. With Sam Darnold, like it's, it's, he's out pretty much for the rest of the season. But remember, they picked up that $18.8 million option.
3: Yeah. So they're on the hook
4: for that. Yeah. And they're paying Cam Newton, like, I mean, sign me up. Like, I'll, I'll go, hey, David Tepper. Come come, pay me some money to come back there yeah. and, and hang out for the, the rest of the season. Like, they're giving out money there. Carolina, LeVar, you want to play some linebacker? Let's hey, go,
3: baby. If they're going to keep me on the sideline and I don't have to practice during the week and oh, I can still hey. do this radio show before I go to work, hey, I'm now. cool. I, I'm it's cool just, with it.
4: You ain't, as, you ain't as good as you once were, but you're as good once as you ever was. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how that works. So we only yeah. need one play. Get sticks out there for one one third down, jumping over the line, causing havoc. Okay,
2: is Cam Newton – all right, Laura, let me ask you this. You're a defender. Do you feel more comfortable preparing for Sam Darnold right now or Cam Newton?
3: Oh, comfortable. I mean (laughs) – Right. Uh, Listen, Cam has been sitting for a little while now. So if I'm the first team out the gate, I feel more comfortable going against Cam than I would Sam just because even though Sam looks like some trash at times (laughs) on the football field, he's still active. How do you really feel? There's always the chance. There's always the chance that he could fall short of the trash can and be on the on the floor next to it. So I would feel I would feel a little bit more comfortable preparing for Cam right now because I just don't think he would be quite prepared to to be what he is. But a couple games in, a couple games in, I would definitely. If I'm a team preparing for Carolina and I know he's playing, he's certainly going to be a little bit more complex to to prepare for once getting in the swing of things.
2: God, I want it to work so bad for Cam. I, I really I – I love I Cam so. Newton. I, just, I love the way he handled the past couple of years. I, I want it to work so bad for him. I can't yeah, wait for the,
4: the pregame outfits too, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. God.
4: Listen. Bring him back, baby. <laughs>
2: Fashion's back in the NFL because Cam's
3: back.
4: Listen, can't wait. Look,
2: it's, he's a throwback, fedora. Man. Oh, right. fedora. he's got his own hat company too. Yeah.
3: yeah. I want the game. I want a pregame fedora yeah, By the yeah. I want way fedoras
4: yeah. during the game yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? he takes yeah. off that helmet while yeah. he's on, a, put on while he's on sideline
3: yeah. yeah why not let's let's make that <laughs> happen why, <not>? why, <laughs> why, 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 why the hell not oh wow wow he's looking at the plays and seeing what yeah, the defenses are doing to him i want him yeah. to have a fedora hey,
2: do you think yeah. with them giving him this contract cause as you pointed out brady this isn't like they're just throwing him pennies like this is a, a real contract to be the guy to be the start of the rest of the season Do you think upon further review, there's some regret about picking up Sam Darnold's option when they did? Maybe a little bit. I mean,
4: I think without (laughs) signing Cam, like, but like those things are like mutually exclusive in my mind. Like they were already regretting it in the first place.
3: I should have known not to do that. Uh, Somebody made somebody made a business decision. That was taxes or something. You know what the the Uh hard part is,
4: though? Is if you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't Cause because he goes you, off because the first three games we weren't saying that no it was, was like oh well. you know he was playing well and it looked different and then once Christian McCaffrey went out he started to lose some of that
3: supporting cast and you're like oh this isn't going well and now it, it looks he like, was reminded of who he was he had forgot for a little bit you know I, I just I, I, the, the
4: crazy thing is though offensively speaking and this isn't like a, a necessarily a knock but. He went from one roster with the Jets that did get better this offseason, right? Like, they drafted Mims. He's developed his second year. But, like, Corey Davis they bring in. The offensive line, they, you know, they end up beefing that group up. Like, I almost look at the Jets now and who do you have to throw to, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, is that better than DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and, and what they have in Carolina? Like, I, I, I almost wonder if you left one situation <laughs> and went to another one that's like, Pretty much the same. Like, it really didn't get much better. I mean, outside of the defense being better, it, it really didn't – it was really not that much better of a
2: situation. It's uh, two pros the a cup of joe here Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, so we've got boots on the ground. All right, boots on the ground for a big-time matchup in the world of football. And now we're going to get two pairs of boots on the ground. The great Joel Klatt stops by. Uh, he joins you next here on Fox Sports Radio. it is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up about uh, 15 minutes from now, we are going to have uh, the results from the prop at Monster last night, uh, Thursday night football. Some interesting developments in that game. Uh know no, Lamar
3: uh, Jackson pick for rushing didn't win.
2: Yeah, that, that didn't go well. That's, it well. did it not, <laughs> did wow. not once, go well. Once,
4: once, they, uh, <laughs> once they obviously got down, it was going to be hard to, to be able to overcome that because they had to throw and Miami got to run the football. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I mean, I thought we all picked – baltimore to win maybe i'm wrong
2: well listen i mean who knows well 15 minutes from now you'll find out yes i guess some
4: of us foresaw miami breaking out that can of whoop ass yeah i sure i sure didn't i can i can admit when i'm wrong i sure didn't
2: yeah well you know
3: uh, how badly does that impact lamar jackson's uh campaign for mvp yeah
2: i think it's over that's a big one well i mean depends on who's voting you know I mean, just saying <laughs> why I mean, are you so subdued about it
3: you're calm and happy because of that natural hate in your heart no so listen because another one bites no, the dust no, in terms look, of what you got going uh, on man? lamar
2: jackson's my favorite player in the nfl i love lamar jackson uh, i am i'm going to be a lamar jackson ball washer for the rest of the season so i don't care if he lays an egg like that the next four games he's still my mvp and, and my vote counts in my world i don't know if you know that or not uh, all yeah. right uh who cares uh let's turn it over to uh, you know, uh, an actual professional here on Fox Sports Radio, the great Joel Klatt, joining he's us really here. Good too, Fox he? Sports, he's on, he's Man. the best. Uh, Fox Sports, a college football analyst. He will be on the call. A big time matchup in the Big Twelve: number eight Oklahoma, number thirteen Baylor. Noon Eastern time on Fox. Joel, uh, we appreciate you hopping on with us here on a Friday.
3: You bet. Uh, how so And, good,
6: and listen, the the only thing that matters is that your vote counts. In your own mind. Hey, but don't worry. About that's it. That. That's
2: it. I should be voting on the uh, the college football playoff rankings. If that's the case, I mean, why not? Well, I, I mean, oh no. I'm just saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with
6: that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think you're asinine enough to put Michigan ahead of
2: Michigan State. <laughs> all right, so here we go. We are off and say, running. You're winding up, Joel Black. All right, Joel.
4: <laughs> get into running. it, Joel. Let's
3: go, get Joel.
4: Get
1: into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, shot, he, he firing shots all,
3: real quick. Real quick. Click he didn't clack. wait for the shots. He the first shot fired. Let's go. Let's go.
6: Well, I guess we'll just talk about the rankings then. Listen, um, fellas, credibility and trust are two things that are important in life. And and in particular, when you're charged with something that's important. And I would suggest that creating the four teams of the four-team playoff is important in our sport. And, you know, there are people... People's jobs are in line, and I mean, and any number of things. And people can say that the rankings don't matter until the last one. And while they are right to some degree, when you lose credibility, I can't trust you. And every coach I've ever played for, ever, I mean, my dad used to say this, you know, every coach said, like, hey, if we can't trust you with the small things, then we'll never trust you when it matters. So why would we trust them when it matters in a few weeks when we get the final results of all this nonsense? Great point. When they put Michigan ahead of Michigan State nine days after we saw the Spartans beat Michigan, I don't care what the advanced data says about Michigan being a better team than Michigan State. We saw the game. Like, it's just. 9.2 9.2 million people saw the game. That's a, just a touch of a flex for us at Fox, right, Brady? Week, week. Like, <laughs> I saw the tweet. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I knew what you are doing. But it's just like it's so absurd. They put it yeah. out there like they're going to be able to explain it. And then poor but, Jerry Barda is like marched out in front of the firing squad. And everyone's like, why Michigan? <laughs> in front of Singh? He's like, well, we, we looked at that for a long yeah. time. Yes, yeah, so did 9.2 million people. The game
4: took <laughs> roughly three hours and 50 minutes. Uh, uh, it was a long game, and we all saw the outcome. Um, Joel, I I've always feel like the committee, because look, this is, let's be real, it's made for TV. Um, there has to be some intrigue, and I think what they do is they leave some breadcrumbs or they foreshadow what may come in the future. And and by the way, they've done this before where they've contradicted their own criteria. Do you not think, though, like if you're Oregon, you're the Pac-12, you should be worried because they're kind of signaling to you like, hey, we get it, you beat Ohio State, but look what we did with Michigan and Michigan State to your point. (laughs) We'll do it with Ohio State and Oregon too if you don't get your act together and start playing better. Like, Don't you think that's kind of like the warning they're almost sending to Oregon in the Pac-12?
6: there's not a doubt in my mind that they were setting themselves up for something in the future, you know, what, whatever that was. And obviously the biggest one is, is the Ohio state and Oregon. But if you're going to be like ballsy enough to do it for Michigan, Michigan state, nine days after the outcome, why not just flip Ohio state and Oregon right now too? Because the advanced data likes the Buckeyes more than, than the ducks. So like, just do it, just do it. But yeah, it does. It does feel that way, that they're trying to set themselves up for something. But I I would also remind you that, you know, now years into this and and different iterations of the committee over and over and over, and one thing that I do feel like is consistent, everyone, you know, says like, well, there's no consistency, there's no criteria, and yes, that is the case. But generally what happens, and I believe this to my core because – in, these are mostly administrators. I of like John Urschel, who's basically like a rocket scientist. Remember the Penn State Office of Alignment? He's on the committee this, this yeah. year, and he's a really smart guy. So I can't imagine that he's you know, going along with this. But I, I, I will say that they usually take the path of least resistance. At, in the end, they will always take the path of least resistance because they are political by nature because they're generally – speaking athletic directors, are administrators, you know, they don't, they don't want to do something that shakes things up. And, and so in the end, they're going to take the path of least resistance, which usually means brands, large fan bases. And, and that's for me, at least means Ohio state will eventually pass Oregon, regardless of record.
3: When looking at how all of this seemingly will play out, Joe, it always comes back to the SEC and how much representation from the SEC will be in the playoff. Ultimately, what's what's the prediction now, um, knowing that the championship round will come up for the SEC, someone will have to lose in the SEC? Um, how does that look? How, how do you think with everything that you guys were just discussing, how does that play out in terms of who is favored and and will be shown grace um if they were to lose as it applies to going getting out of the SEC championship.
6: Yeah, I'm interested to see what like a two-loss Bama would would be in the committee's eyes cuz right right now I do feel like based on my last answer a second loss for Alabama is is an opportunity for them to do something else and it's a path of least resistance. They would never put somebody else in who had the same record as Bama, because then they would have to explain why they left the greatest program in the history of college football you know, and, and on, on the greatest run in the history of college football out of the playoff. So if, if Georgia wins the SEC, regardless of if they're playing Texas A&M or Alabama in the SEC championship game, I believe that the SEC only gets one team in, and it's going to be Georgia. If one of those teams goes and beats Georgia, they're getting two because Georgia's not leaving the playoff after how highly we think of them up to this point. I just don't see that happening. Um, so th- I think that's the path for them to get two teams, and-, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Texas A&M can not only qualify for that game but somehow beat Georgia, and then they would go and be the first two-loss uh, uh, representative in the college football playoff so far in this era.
2: Uh, Joel Klatt, Fox Sports College Football Analyst, joining us here on FSR. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Joel will be on the call uh, for the number 8 Oklahoma at number 13 Baylor matchup coming up tomorrow, noon Eastern time on Fox. Joel, I wanted to ask you just about Oklahoma. So there are five one-loss teams ahead of Oklahoma in this week's college football playoff rankings. How does that land with you? They're sitting undefeated and five one-loss teams are ahead of them.
6: There are a few teams that had to look at that and be like, um, I'm sorry, what's going on? Oklahoma's one of them. Penn State is one of them. Like, Penn State's 6-3. and three. Last time I checked, they beat Wisconsin, they beat Auburn. Both of those teams also are 6-3, and three, and Penn State's just not ranked. Did they just forget about them? Because, you know, the actual the, the, the actual way that they do this is this, these 13 people bring their top 25 mm-hmm. in, they hand in their top 25, and then they pool all the top 25s, and then they start going through them basically like four at a time. So who gets the most first-place votes, second-place votes, third-place votes, fourth-place, so on and so forth. And then they start looking through them. And, and to some degree, I feel like, did the majority of these people just forget about Penn State? Did they forget that they played Wisconsin <laughs> and Auburn on the field? And like, I, well, I guess that that's just an, an odd deal. But Oklahoma is also one of those. Oklahoma, to me, though, is a team that has played significantly better since Caleb Williams has gotten into the ball game, and nobody realizes it. Uh, I can't wait to watch this game tomorrow against Baylor. Um, I wish Baylor would have pulled that one out last week against TCU, but it just is what it is. This Oklahoma team is averaging almost three yards per play more with Caleb Williams than they were with Spencer Rattler. Three yards is a giant amount. Giant. just to give you some sense of what that means. Coastal Carolina is about what 8.1 yards per play, I believe they're leading the country right now uh, in yards per play. And if you go down and what's 3 yards, you know, less than that. 5.1 runner right out there. I believe it's like 107, 108 in the country. Uh-huh. So that's the margin and that's what they that's what they're doing on on offense at least. Now, defensively they've been banged up. They've had a lot of injuries. But this is a totally different offense. They're running the ball to a much better degree, much more efficient clip. And they've got all their bullets ahead of them. So this week, that's going to be, you know, if they were to win, that would be considered a good win. Iowa State would be considered a good win. Oklahoma State, probably Oklahoma State again in the Big 12 championship. So they're just like a middle distance runner right now that's sitting behind everybody drafting, and they're waiting until the last, like, 150, 100, and they're going to get this, like, late kick Olympic style. And I think that they're going to be – because, listen, guys, it's the University of Oklahoma, right? Like, if they're undefeated Big 12 champions, they're, they're going to go to the they're playoff. Getting, yeah, they're right.
4: getting in. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like their ranking currently has more to do with just the overall thought on the Big 12 and really where that conference is at in conjunction to the others, but also because, as you pointed out, like their schedule's still ahead of them. Joe, I want to switch gears with you and just get your thoughts on – What's happening in Washington right now with their head coach, Jimmy Lake, who's currently suspended for his actions last week towards one of his own players uh, playing against Oregon. I just, I don't know. I assume you saw what happened and what transpired. And I assume yeah. you you understand what's going on right now. It didn't strike me as something that deserved a suspension. And now it sounds like he might even lose his job over this. How have you seen that whole situation? So,
6: Yes, I I do not believe that his actions warranted a suspension. Um, It's an emotional game, and he was clearly trying to do something that was in the best interest for the player, which was keep him out of an altercation on the field. And and he also, you know, was internally investigated, and, and by their own investigation they found basically like, that he didn't do anything wrong, but it looked bad. And so sure enough, you know, administrators get involved and they do the wrong thing. And I'm just not a big fan of administrators, as you can tell, (laughs) because they do things like this, right? Um, I, I think, Brady, that this was basically an instance that will be used to try to make a change that they feel like they need to make based on the way that the year has gone, some of the hires that he's made on his staff, which he tried to correct one of those this week as well, firing his offensive coordinator, John Donovan. And and I think that they want to make a move, and, and this suspension will be the catalyst towards that. But it's not just the catalyst. It's going to be used as the instance to harken back to some fine print in his contract and and trying to use – to not pay him as much in the buyout. And I don't, you know, I know that I'm hemming and hawing here, but it's, I do feel like they want to make a change, but it's been so early in his tenure that they would have to pay him a lot of money. So now they're going to use this to try to not pay him as much money in the buyout. And it just like, all of it, all of it reeks to me. I just don't, I don't like it. And and generally when you talk about instances like this, the people that you forget about are the players. We forgot about them at Texas Tech. they just like firing their coach, bringing in a new one mid-season. Everyone's like, this is great for Texas Tech. Is it really great? Is it really great for the players right now? They're just like seeing all this happening around them, all this chaos around them. TCU, the same thing with kind of the power play between Gary Patterson and their administration. So I don't love what's going on, but that's what I think is, is happening at Washington.
3: Clark, talk to me about the Heisman race. I mean – it Gosh, seems man. like Bryce Young I don't know. could be the guy, but I love Matt. Curry. But is he like what? Yeah, I don't know.
6: Like, can you really oh uh, he's special, say, like, "Well, uh, Bryce Young"? I know he's special, and I know he's, he's special, great. He's not even dude. playing behind a great offensive line. I love watching him play, and I'm not suggesting that he's not going to win, and I'm not suggesting that I won't, you know, vote for him number one. Um, there's just I got to tell you, this is not a great Heisman year. Someone's going to oh, wow. win the Heisman Trophy, and this is not a great Heisman year. Will Anderson's starting and to get some love. I don't disagree with that because the way that he played against LSU was incredible. Um, I think Kenneth Walker could still be in the running, even though they lost to Purdue. And part of the reason is because I don't feel like we hold running backs accountable for losses like we do quarterbacks. Mm. You know, quarterbacks generally have to be, you know, in the top four or five in the country – or else we don't think that they're Heisman-worthy, whereas running backs, their numbers can kind of speak for themselves. Um, I think Caleb Williams will get some uh, run, but I don't think a lot of people will be able to put him number one after missing half the season. So it might be Bryce Young just by kind of like process of elimination. The guy that I would just tell you watch out for because they're clearly in a pass-happy mode and he's got big, huge games ahead of him as C.J. Stroud at Ohio State.
4: Hmm. Interesting. Gosh, man. But he's not even the best player on that offense. Like, that's that's
2: what bothers me about that.
6: Don't disagree with you. But he's going to put up monster numbers.
2: It's uh... – the great Joel Klatt, he's a Fox Sports college football analyst. Get him on Twitter, at Joel Clatt. He'll be on the call tomorrow. It's going to be a fun matchup in the Big 12. Oklahoma at Baylor, a top 13 matchup, noon Eastern time on Fox. Joel, always appreciate it, man. Let's do it again next week.
6: Yeah, you bet. Have a good one, boys. All right, uh, Good stuff
2: from uh, Joel Klatt there here on Fox Sports Radio. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on FSR. Uh, we are going to have, uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now, some over-unders here as we get you set for a busy I don't weekend care. in the world of football. Come on, Lavar, we got a big-time uh, Penn State-Michigan match. I don't even yeah. been... care. Yeah, come on, Sticks.
3: Okay, Sticks. I changed my mind. By, I changed my mind. Okay, you talked me into and, it. And, Let's
2: do it. Yeah, and and uh, also I do uh, another reason to celebrate, Lavar, You won last night's prop at monster. Congratulations! Did I really? Yeah, yeah, bet your ass. I did. Whoa, well, Re- Lamar really? Didn't rush for well, I beat Brady it, because the wild card pick was uh, it, who has more rushing yards, Lamar Jackson that or the Dolphins the combined? Pick? And you got an extra wait, point what were for the,
3: that. What, uh, wait.
4: Yeah.
2: He got an extra point oh, for that. Wait, it's a wild card pick. <laughs> no, what was
4: the wild card pick?
2: It no, was. Uh... It was. Who it has was a
4: combination that? of all the Dolphins players rushing yes. to Lamar, that, right? was <laughs> yes. that was correct.
2: That was correct. It's a handicap match. Yes, yes it was uh LeVar. Did Jets we get anything else belt. right in it? Uh, you got uh, – so uh, who uh, had the most receptions in the game? Uh, Hollywood Brown uh, f- uh, tied for first. He had six grabs. So, Brady, you got that one. Mm. Uh, and then uh, do the Dolphins have a lead at any point in the game? LeVar said yes. Brady, you said no. Very negative yeah. approach by uh, Brady Quinn. They uh, did. Yeah, they, they, not only did down. they
4: have a lead kind of early there, they, they just ended
2: the it.
3: game with the lead.
4: Yeah. They, they <laughs> did, it didn't change. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just led <laughs> yeah. the whole damn time.
2: So, uh, but again, you know, Brady, you'll have a chance on Monday night. Uh, you can, uh, you can tie things up here. So we are getting, uh, getting down to it. Uh, week 10 already in the NFL. So, all right. Uh, it all is uh, two pros right. and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, we get you set for a busy weekend in the world of football. It's another edition of Over Unders. We're going to get degenerate on your ass next year on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: it's two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox here on fsr coming up top of next hour about 15 minutes from now we are going to uh, discuss a new star who was born in the nfl an unlikely star uh, we'll get into that here uh, top of next hour again 15 minutes from now on fox sports radio here on a football friday but right now it's time for something we do every single friday as we get you set for a busy weekend in the nfl and it's called this Time to put
1: your money where your mouth is. I
2: have been losing. You know you're really a lying, low-life gambling degenerate.
1: It's over under.
2: And for that, we turn it over to the great Lee Delap, our executive producer, to find out what the hell we got going on this week. Lee, let's hear it. I feel good. I'm not going to let these hooligans uh, steer me into the ditch. Let's go, Lee. I'm ready to win.
7: You guys, every week we preview the game that's going to have the highest point total. That's going to be the Falcons at the Cowboys. But what I really want to ask you guys is the combined passing yards between Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott at 599 and a half. Over under? Jesus.
3: Wait. Wow. Prescott? and Who? Well, um, well
2: how did we do last week? Ryan. What did we do last week? Uh, quickly, uh, who won last week? Last week, Levar won four to three. Ah, never mind. We don't need to. Well, exhibition. <laughs> we don't need to hear that. We skip past that. That's exhibition. Levar, are you gonna let last him do that? Week. I mean, that's just exhibition. You ex- gonna, gonna let him do
4: that to your wins? It's Not official. Yeah, it's all good. I
7: mean, <laughs> Levar's killing it on the over unders every week. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this. So you guys go ahead.
2: And, and by the way, uh, I think Lee's just trying to kiss Levar's ass because he burned his hand with coffee yesterday. Oh um, come on! Yeah, there's, there's a burning his hand with yeah. coffee. There's yeah, they're it's
4: trying to work on a settlement
2: behind the scenes. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not. You know, yeah, that, but there's a pending lawsuit. Yeah, let's it put is. It that way. Definitely <laughs> is. Uh, all right, uh, so five a half.
4: I'm going to go with the over. I think a lot of a lot of offense, uh, a lot of scoring, a lot of production. I'm I'm taking the over.
3: I'm going to take the under. Five ninety nine. Five hundred and ninety nine yards. So
4: three hundred yards per quarterback, roughly. Yeah. If you want to look at it that way.
3: Take yeah. the under. I'm taking the under. Yeah. Dan Quinn's right. going to have something well, for Matt Ryan. you guys aren't very fun. I'll
4: yeah. put it that way. And
2: Dan Quinn's going to have something for Matt Ryan. He knows, he knows uh, how all the uh, you know all the sausages made there with Matt Ryan. He's going to have something for him.
4: Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: He, he knows Just what leave it alone. Why well, do you put that back I, I, I in the holster? No I that, that's That's yeah. That sounded like
3: some me, myself, and I ran type
2: it, it, it God, it. it's crank 30 again. Uh, every time go. with you guys, it's got to turn into some sort of uh, inappropriate It's more joke, like right? crank
3: o'clock. Right. It's, a, it's almost a crank o'clock at the you do again. realize that your sons are looking like the sausages that are on
2: that there <laughs> grill right there. Sorry, sorry, Charlie. It's beer talking.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lucina, New York. Damn, Daddy, that's near Canada.
4: <laughs> 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 Me, myself, and Irene.
2: What an underrated movie, Lamar. That is one of the most A underrated movies. Movie. All right, you guys. Trip, the Jets sorry.
7: are the Jets are hosting the Bills, and Mike White's back under center. Number of interceptions for Mike White, one and a half.
2: That is just negative. Why does that have to be <laughs> interceptions? That's negative. Can we do a positive sports Wait, talk so show? Wait, so you're assuming he's going to throw at yeah. least one? That's
7: what,
4: what is you're this? saying. I, I'm taking the under. I, I'm on the Mike White bandwagon, in his mind, he thinks he should have been the first overall pick. And I'm on for that dream with him.
2: So I'm going to take the under. Why are you taking Jeez. this approach, Lee? Because his last name's White. I don't understand. This is yeah, uh, that's racist. Yeah, come on, Lee, you bastard. Why, why is he gonna be, uh, you going to be you got to be negative with the interception stuff? I'll take the over. There it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. I'm going to take the over. You guys are yeah. some haters,
5: man.
3: Yeah. Hating on Mike White. All right. I just think they're going Hate, to get. Behind. Hating on old Whitey. Hating on Whitey.
2: Yeah. Why, why, why are we hating on I, I'm Whitey? I'm sorry that
3: I'm hating on Whitey, but <laughs> i White
2: ain't
3: going. White ain't going to do well this weekend. <laughs> yeah. White, wow. White ain't, wow. ain't going to be on top this weekend. Wait, it wow. is on
2: Saturday, Levar.
7: It is yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Well, that's 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 Whoa. White out. Yeah. Yeah. That's Valley. whiting out. Yeah. You know.
3: All right. Yeah. It's Fine. a little different.
7: Couple other returning quarterbacks, you guys, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson facing off. Combined passing touchdowns between the two, four and a half.
3: Oh, man. I'm taking the over.
2: <sighs> I kind of want to take the over,
3: too. This is tough.
2: Because it's going to have to be Rodgers doing the bulk of it, right? Yeah, with why? Russ's hand. Well, because Russ's hand.
4: Yeah, I but mean, you don't know. They're still going to throw it. It's not like I, they're going to get in there and be like, yeah, we can't throw the football.
2: I mean, he's basically Munson off kingpin. He's
4: basically Edward Scissorhands. That's you know, a good he, point, yeah. Literally. By the way, it's LeVar, Jonas used to use that movie as a reference way more often. He's got well, away from it like the past three years. Because it's
2: inappropriate the way that I was using it. Oh, how would you use it? Because yeah. I, I was using um, that, and I made a, a proctology joke attached to it. It's just not appropriate <laughs> here.
4: Well, and then it. you'd go in Edward Forties hands L- yeah, well, where he would yeah. talk about taping...
3: 40s to your hands.
4: That's
2: a truth. That's a true thing. Like that's a real thing out you there. Never that's because okay. Cuz
3: you're not good at double fist. Okay. See, I could double right. fist two 40s. All right.
2: Ed- okay, Edward 40 hands, you put 40 ounces in the freezer, you wait till they're almost frozen and then yep. you put them on your hands and you duct tape them to your hands. And yep. you have to drink them or else your hands are going to go numb and-, and fall off your wrist. So so you need to start p- and by the- by pounding them faster. Oh, uh, h- you will hammered. be baited. hammered. hammered. Yeah. Yes. But again, yeah, Brady doesn't know that. Man, he's not a beer. Which, drinker, by the again, way, a uh,
3: oh uh, almost chill to ice beer is phenomenal, unbelievable the best phenomenal yeah by the,
2: way. the best my oh, brother okay. at his restaurant he calls it jellyfish to where when you put it in a mug and the and ice and the, it, and the and the ice floats tat, to the slushed. top yeah it's the uh, the sunset terrace jellyfish yeah st lounge
4: that. baby give yeah. me some of that uh, by the way over i'm going to take the over <laughs> <Okay. By
2: laughs> yeah the lee way. i forgot about that <laughs> um right. i will um <sighs> i'm going to take the under and i'll feel good about it
7: Guys, yeah. the Titans are hosting the Saints. Adrian Peterson ball. rushing the ball. Number of yards for him, 33 and a half. What? Oh. That's it? That's it.
3: Oh, man.
2: Wow. I got a bad feeling about this game. I'm
3: taking I'm Who are they playing? The Saints. The Saints. Yeah, I'm going to take the under on that. Take, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, man. I'll I'm take rooting the over for too. Him. Yeah, I'll take the over too. About, I hope he does. But hold on now, don't don't turn me into that a guy. A not, hater. I'm just saying. Not you're not taking rooting. Rooting against the against over. I'm taking the over. I just yeah. don't think that it's it's feasible in this situation. Okay.
4: Not well, not how you yeah, however, you want to explain it. Yeah. I didn't say you're hating. I'm just no, saying. You said
3: you're rooting for them. Yeah. That's not yeah, I'm rooting the, for him. That's that's not making the decision off of empirical well, evidence.
4: Because the difference that. is, you care if you get these right or wrong. I don't. So oh, I do care. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure you don't. I do care.
2: <laughs> that's the biggest lie I told on this show. Brady, you care. Uh, he texts me on the side going, God, how do you think we did this weekend? Like, Brady what do you think we're to lose? That's i got to be honest
4: with you. Every week we have these, I forget they even exist. And we do so many. I don't know what's what. We have a problem monster for everything.
3: <laughs> I care in the moment about making the right decision.
7: You guys, last one here: Chiefs at Raiders on Sunday Night Football. Deshaun Jackson with the Raiders longest reception for him nineteen and a half. Derek Carr leads the league and passes over twenty yards. Over, yeah,
3: he can sling it, man. Over, yeah, I'm gonna take the over, yeah. Because why? Yeah, you
4: sling him? I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. And by the way, who else do you got to throw to like that? You know.
3: Wow. Well, you know,
4: he's I'm not there us.
1: anymore. We'll we, yeah. leave that alone.
3: <laughs> Over. <laughs> yeah. uh, you could go to, the,
1: to Waller. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.